research methods. Hello and welcome to the Research Methods Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogristov. Welcome to this next episode dedicated to the topic of a discrete choice experiment. And as you remember from my previous episodes, I had several requests after posting my podcast and posting my videos with regard to the discrete choice experiment method. And I could group all those requests into three main topics. I have already addressed the first two issues in the previous episodes, and in this episode I would like to address the last one, which is the number of choices you have to offer or you are allowed to offer to your participants. In a discrete choice experiment, you ask your participants to select between two, three, four, five or more options. Usually I work with only two options. I show them two cars, let's say one in red, one in blue, and a description, the one with an engine size 35 kWh, the second one is 40 kWh, the first one has an air conditioner, the second one has no air conditioner, and other attributes. The question is, why do I show the two options? Why don't I show three, four or five options? And this is a very legitimate question. And actually, I couldn't find any structured explanation on how many options it should be. That is why I can tell you it should be more common sense driven. If you have a very simple selection, let's say two cars and only few lines below the, below the picture of the car, then you can go for three, four, even five options. I have ever seen uh, the experiment by colleagues of mine from Australia who did a seven options plus the option none of the options presented. And it means that each time the person saw about seven different selection options and the one option which was additional, I didn't like none of those seven options and I would like to go for the eighth one, which is reject all options. In my experiment, which I did on the indirect costs of digitization, which I did together with Nadine Ostran, we had a lot of text written and there were, I think, about five lines and four lines were filled with text. And if you give more than two options, it would be really painful for people because they have to read through all these options. And then I discovered that the more text you have, the simpler you have to make a decision. You have to reduce the number of selection options for your participants. So the simpler the appearance of your decision options, the more options you can propose. Why is it good to have more than two options? Because actually, each time you propose an option, it brings you a one specific case. You see the red car and the blue car with different sizes of engine and you decide to go, let's say, for the red car. In this event, we don't know whether you decided to go for the red car or against the blue car. That is why we can include both cars into our data. And the red car, we will get a one as decision option. It has been preferred and the blue would receive the zero. And then you can analyze all this data. So from one selection, I get two cases, which I can use for my analysis. If I have five options, I will have from each decision five cases, which I can analyze in my data. The more options I offer, the more data I have. And then let's say with only 100 people, I would have more than 1000 different cases, which I can analyze. So having more selections in one decision, 
could be a very interesting approach if you need more data and if your options are very simple. If you have more text, if you have to read through, if you have the more complex representation of your object, in this event I would propose you to reduce the number of selection options and usually I go for two. Two is a good simple decision and even if it's complex people can read through the attributes and levels presented and make their decision. But it goes at odds with an amount of data which you have collected. Is it so bad? No, actually not, because at the end, imagine that you tested only 20 people and each person had to select between 10 decision options. And within each decision options they have seen 10 objects, then it will be a big amount of data, but taken from only 20 people. So, although your internal quality of data, internal validity will be very high, the external or the ecological validity will be pretty low, because you will make a conclusion about the whole world based on only 20 people. That is why having more cases can be of no advantage if you look at the external and ecological validity of your experiment. With this in mind, I wish you good luck with your experiment, I wish you good luck in your data collection, make your discrete experiments interesting, design them wisely, enjoy the process, get great data, and make the science great again. All the best to you. Bye-bye.